welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I want to follow up a little bit on last week's episode with Jackie Feynman. She was talking about how we need to listen to the universe, ideas, and our guides are there for us. So what are we going to do about it? What are the next steps? So I wanted to follow up on that a little bit because... As I've been pondering that episode and the great lessons that Jackie shared with us, I have to wonder, are you planning your life? Are you planning your life? So I had some very distinct plans for my life. I was going to graduate high school and I was going to college. Those were like my plans. That was the plan for my whole life. It didn't really go much beyond that. And my mom would would say that all, all four of us kids had corrective shoes, glasses, and braces. And she was like, I had to get all those things taken care of and make sure everybody was baptized. That was a big deal. And we all were. So it worked out great. She had some plans for her kids' lives and and those were the the plans she had. So my plans were to graduate high school. Did that. I had a couple of really, really hard classes. Uh, math is not my strong suit. If you've listened to my podcast before, you know I own it. I own it. Math is not really my deal. And that's fine. I know how to use Excel calculators. I can, I can make things happen math-wise. But like to just love math, that's really not me. And that's fine. There are plenty of you out there who are into it. So graduating high school, I the, the worst class was uh, algebra. Well, geometry was terrible. Algebra 2 was just a killer. And trig algebra 3 my senior year just about ate my lunch. I literally was in the teacher's room before class most days and after class most days so I could understand what was going on. Still made a B in the class so I was thrilled with that. So I graduate high school like I'm in the top whatever 10% of the class which considering the effort I put in that was pretty amazing. I go to college. I, I was asked recently about college and I said you know my whole goal was to put off getting a full-time job for four years. That That was like my whole plan. And I did have a couple others. I would never drink coffee because I wasn't going to stay up all night. I'm a sleeper. I'm a sleeper. So I didn't want to stay up all night and drinking coffee, of course, would keep me up all night. I still don't drink coffee. Never take a math class. I had enough in high school people. I really did. I had enough. I knew how to use a calculator. I know how to get help. And my third goal was never make below a 3.0. Never make below a 3.0. 
If you make below a 3.0, it's hard to bring your grade point average back up. So I hit all my targets. I hit all my goals. I graduate. What am I going to do? I don't know. I don't know. Back in the day, long ago and far away, when I graduated college, it was very common for people to have upwards of six to eight jobs in the first couple of years out of school until you found the right fit, like what you wanted to do, where you wanted to do it, like the whole thing. And I, I think it took me like five to fully immerse myself into mortgage banking. And I stayed in housing and mortgage banking my entire career. And that was all just, you know, accidental universe, whatever. I just, I fell into it and it worked out just great for me. Now I have friends who are adamant that you can't do that today, that you have to plan every single aspect of your life or you can't succeed. I kind of push back on that a little bit, but since I'm not just graduating college, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight the, the point too much, but how much have you planned? It's really great when you plan it all out and everything works the way you wanted it to. Now, in the back of my mind, I had a plan. I was going to get married and have kids, quit my job, uh, stay home, take care of kids, take care of house, volunteer. I was going to, I was just going to live the life of Riley. It was just going to be great. And like that didn't happen. It just didn't happen. I did get married. I'm still married. I've been married for almost 30 years now, uh, but we couldn't have kids. So if you don't have kids, why would you quit your job? Like I couldn't, I couldn't make that mental leap of quitting my job. So I worked up until the end and then, you know, started this business and it's been great. So I kind of had a few plans, but then what, when they, what, what do you do when they don't work out? What do you do when you get a no? If you are so entrenched in your plans for your life or your plans for your kids' lives, and it doesn't work out that way, how do you recover from that? That's a very individual question. I'm not going to give the answer here. I'm just saying, if your plans are so very completely entrenched, what, like, what do you do when it doesn't happen? What do you do if you don't get that job? What do you do if you don't get that promotion? I had put in for a job, and it was uh, pretty much a lateral move, but it had more potential. So it was like, I'll take the lateral for now and see what, what comes from there. And I even interviewed for the job. Have I told you this story before? It seems like I've shared this before. Maybe it's not this platform, but I think I've shared it. But I interviewed for the job and my new boss used to be my dad's boss. So I had known him for years. I interviewed very well. We had a great conversation and I walked out of there and people, let me tell you, I was walking on cloud nine. I had that job. I was going to get that job. I'd probably start in the next two to four weeks. You know, they have to do things in the federal government to get things lined up. I was ready to go. So I am making all these mental plans for this next step in my career. I'm pretty excitable about it. And one day I'm getting ready to leave work. I had a doctor's appointment. I had been sick. Like it was like I got bronchitis and I could never get over it. it took forever to get over it. So I was going for a follow-up doctor's appointment 
And I got a call from our HR director. And at the time, it was called an admin officer. So the admin officer calls me and she said, hey, can you uh, come to my office real quick? And I said, oh, no, I get off in 15 minutes and I'm wrapping some stuff up. I Can I come see you tomorrow? And she goes, no, Jennifer, uh, I really need you to come up here today. I was like, okay. So I start getting my stuff ready to go so I can go to her office and then come back, grab my purse and go. So I go up there and she says, why don't you shut the door? When somebody always has their office door open and they invite you in last minute and ask you to shut the door, something's up. Something's up. So I sit down and she says, how are you? And I say, fine, how are you? And we, you know, just that little bit of chit chat there. And she said, well, I have something really hard to tell you. Okay. And she said, well, you know that job you interviewed for last week? And I said, yes. And she said, well, uh, you didn't, you didn't qualify for that job and you should not have been interviewed. What? What? What do you mean? I didn't qualify. Like I did. I interviewed. I think it went really well. I think I would be selected. And she said, well, that's kind of where we found out that you didn't qualify. And I was like, I don't understand. I interviewed for the job. She said, I know. I know. But there were two rosters for two different positions in the same envelope. And when I pulled the first one out, it was for the job you interviewed for. And I didn't know there was a second roster attached. So when the interviews were done for the position you interviewed for, um, he interviewed everybody on both rosters. And that's why you were interviewed. But you shouldn't have been on that roster because you didn't qualify. Well, I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken. I was heartsick. I was probably, I don't know, maybe 27 years old. And I, I hadn't been told no just a whole lot in my life, let's be honest. And I really loved this woman who was our HR person, our admin officer. I mean, she was kind. She was nice. She was knowledgeable. Uh, so I didn't really have anything against her or this, you know, huge faux pas that had happened. But I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated because I now had a plan and it has just, you know, pardon my French, it had just gone to shit. Like right there in that moment, that was it, down the toilet. It was over. And I looked at her and I had all these thoughts going through my head. And normally I would have said something probably inappropriate, probably hateful, and probably Something along the lines of, you're incompetent, how could you do this, can't you do your job better, you know, all the things. Maybe even if I hadn't said them, I probably would have thought them more stringently, but I really think it was a, an intervention from, from above, and I, because these words would not have been mine, and I just looked at her and I said, you'll just never know how truly devastated I am right now. And she said, I am so sorry. And I said, well, I have to go. So I left and I got my purse and uh, didn't say a word to anybody and went ahead and left for the day because I had this doctor's appointment. And I got to the car and I was crushed and I'm, I'm not really a big crier, so I didn't cry, but I was a little teary-eyed about it and devastated. 
But I had a plan and it didn't work out. As it works out, I did qualify for this other job I had just kind of randomly applied for, took that job, and then that like formed my career from there on out. And I share that story because sometimes things don't work out, but something else comes along. So it's okay to have a plan for your life, a plan for your career, but sometimes it doesn't work out. So how many times have you not made a plan at all? You're just going to go with the flow, see what shows up, and wonderful, miraculous things happen. Has that ever happened to you? That is when you're in that zone of following where your heart is leading. Following where your heart is leading. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. I recently made one of those shifts. Uh, A couple of years ago, I started working with a uh, spiritual healer. I had never heard of one. And she helps you like heal the hurts of early childhood, like birth to six years old, so that you can start to see the patterns of the choices you're making in your life. Because those choices go back to when you're little. They go back to when you're little. And so I started seeing different things I might have been saying or doing throughout my life that may not have served me for my highest good, for my best. And I started making a few little minor shifts here and there and learning a little bit more about like healing and how to do more and feel better. So as I go along this path, I end up finding out about Akashic Records, and the next thing you know, I'm certified to read Akashic Records, and then I sign up for a class to be a a Holy Fire Reiki practitioner, which is moving energies and healing things, and I just recently got certified in the Emotion Code, which is releasing trapped emotions that are trapped in your body that are, again, keeping you acting and doing and being a way you don't want to be or that no longer serves you. It's not that it was bad, but it probably no longer serves you. If you had asked me at any point in the past 20 years or make it 10, Jennifer, are you ever going to quit your job and be an entrepreneur and start your own business? I would have said, um, no, no, I am not going to do that. Uh, and what happened? As Jackie would say, the universe stepped in. I spent a year going around the country training people, so my training and speaking skills got really good, except for just now when I stumbled all over myself, but you get the point, and I got back to the office on a Friday and found out officially on the next Wednesday that I could either retire or relocate. I I had to go. Something had to give, and lo and behold, I left. And at this point, I have trained over 10,000 people. I have been a keynote speaker. I have been a breakout session speaker. I have had this podcast, which is just amazing and wonderful. And I didn't plan for any of it. I didn't plan for any of it, really. I didn't. I was at a conference in July of 2018. I met an amazing woman named Michelle Abraham. I said, yeah, I keep doing this stuff and it doesn't really, you know, things don't always pan out the way I thought they would. She said, well, Jennifer, 
it's because you don't have an audience. And I said, what do you mean I don't have it? Like, how do you get an audience? And she said, oh, you, you do a podcast. So in less than 30 days, I launched this podcast. And poof, here we are. Now it's 2022. So how many every years that is? Three and a half, almost four years. And I love it. And I've made some amazing connections through it. But I didn't plan for it. So I want to wrap up by saying planning and going with the flow, it's kind of like a teeter-totter. It ebbs, it flows. It's like a river. It's like the ocean, the tide coming in, the tide goes out. Make some plans, but be willing to be flexible to make changes, to make edits, Decide a few things that you really absolutely have to have, want to have for your life. Plan for it. Make all the preparations. Be ready for it. But also be ready when things don't quite go as expected or as planned. I am Jennifer Takagi with Destined for Success. I would love to contact you. There is a link in the show notes to book a call. Let me just tell you, all I want to do is find out what you're doing and how I could possibly help you. It's not a sales call. It's just good to know you. Would love to know my audience better. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review share it with a friend, and subscribe, and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.